in case you missed it on Newsbreak. The biggest weakness of the bill, it uh, discriminates against the poor. If you look at the, the bill itself, you'll see that it's all about private use in terms of the constitutional court ruling. It allows the private use and cultivation of cannabis. In so doing, excludes millions of South Africans who live in crowded shacks and crowded communities because they've got nowhere to grow cannabis and they've got nowhere to use it because they can't use it inside their huts because they're too crowded and they're probably children there and you're not allowed to smoke it in front of children and they can't smoke it outside in the streets because that's a public place and that's forbidden in the terms of the bill that means that they have to break the law if they want to use cannabis that means it's discriminatory so while the middle and upper classes benefit from the bill in a sense that they won't be subject to criminal sanctions they stick to the laws With that said then, Dr. Scott, what are some of the changes that you'd like to see on this proposed bill? We should legally regulate cannabis. And the easiest way to appreciate how that would work is to look at alcohol. Now, alcohol is one of the most harmful recreational drugs around. Cannabis is one of the least harmful. So all we need to do is put cannabis on the same same regulatory framework as alcohol, because with alcohol... You are allowed to produce your own alcohol in terms of beer, wine. Uh, you're allowed to trade in it. You just get a license. So wine farms can produce their own brand, their own labels, and they can sell it. Small uh, artisanal breweries can get a license to produce beer, etc., etc. So it's not just big alcohol that gets it. People can, as long as they stick to the regulations. And then we've got quality control, so people don't buy toxic liquor. And it, it's very easy to do the same with, with cannabis. And then we enable the, the, the rural growers who have been growing it illegally for many years and been persecuted. They can join the economy and they can contribute to the economy. And we can take the drug trade away from the criminals who cause so much corruption and misery with the poor people. Doctor, there is some good news, though, for cannabis users. 600 grams of dried cannabis, if you live alone, that you can have or 1.2 kilos in your home with two or more adults. This is surely a step in the right direction. Look at it from a middle class perspective. Sure, it is. It's great. It's great for me. I don't use cannabis. It's great for my friends who do. But what about the poor people? And, and if you want to take the crime element away from cannabis as much as possible, then you have to legally regulate because those people are going to go and buy the stuff. They can have 600 grams, but if they get caught buying it or the, 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 whoever sells it to them gets caught, they go to jail. And the police are going to persecute those people exactly the way they do at the moment. They arrest children from the age of 12 upwards, and they still do that for cannabis uh, possession or or whatever. It's just totally discriminatory. That's the bottom line. The enforcement of the laws costs the country a lot of money, and that will carry on. And, of course, there's a contribution to the fiscus. We know what happened during lockdown when alcohol was banned. There was a massive loss of uh, excise tax. Newsbreak. Lotus FM. Powered by SABC News.